production of WordSouth and Pioneer Utility Resources. Story Connect, the podcast. Helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. How can being a better photographer make you a better storyteller? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. My name is Andy Johns, your host with WordSouth and Pioneer. And I'm joined on this episode by Billy Weeks, who is a documentary photographer. Uh, He will be the photography instructor at the Story Connect Communications Workshop out in Oregon. And he is an associate lecturer in communications, teaching photojournalism at UT Chattanooga. Billy, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Andy. It's it's really an honor to be here talking to you today. Now, full disclosure, Billy is not only a a professor at uh, one of my alma maters, UT Chattanooga, but we also used to work together back at the the Chattanooga Times Free Press. So I was excited to hear that Billy is the the photo instructor out at the conference, uh, the workshop out on the the West Coast. So a few details about that. If you're not already registered, the Story Connect Communications Workshop is going to be September 25th to 28th in Newport, Oregon. Uh, You can go to pioneer.coop, our website, to find more details there. And it'll be a great um, few days of really intensive uh, work on uh, photography and and, uh, written uh, storytelling just really getting into um, quite a few uh, different, uh, not just tricks of the trade, but uh, kind of the, the reasons why we do it. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to going out there. It'll be my first one to attend. And uh, I'm looking forward, Billy, to what you, uh, what you have to say out there. So let's start, let's start right there. And without giving it all away, um, when you go and, and present, because I know you've done, uh, you've been on other podcasts, you've done the TED Talks, um, when you go to speak to a group of people who are storytellers, maybe not all photographers or, or photojournalists, visual storytellers, where do you even start when somebody says, hey, we'd like for you to come speak about uh, about photography and visual storytelling? Well, that's a that's a good question. Um, and, you know, you can take that in, in many different directions. Usually when I talk to a, bunch, a group of photographers, um, most of them want to talk about the technical side of photography and and the technical side of photography is uh, is is a craft, right? I mean, there's a lot in there that you've got to think about f stops and shutter speeds and distance and camera lens and and cameras and selections and tripods, and then there's all kinds of of things there to think about. Um, some of that has to do with storytelling, but most of it doesn't. Um, it's it's important that you get the technical side down, and we'll we'll talk a, we'll talk some about the technical side. Um, but I think mostly what I'm interested in when I when I sit down and talk to other photographers is is uh, you know where their hearts at and you know what what are they trying to say with the photograph that they're trying to create um, and I think it, I think it's really important and I think if there's a failure with photographers today is that they're making photos without a point of view um, you may remember Andy back in elementary or school days where you had to you would you would your teacher would teach you how to diagram a sentence and you'd have a subject and you'd have a verb and you'd have a direct object. Somewhat and, painful memories there, but yes. Yeah. yeah, man, I hated that back in the day. I hated it because unlike yourself, I didn't have those written skills or at least I had them, but they weren't very good. Uh, so I had to kind of work on that a little bit. Uh, when you're When you're actually working with a camera, you know, that same kind of diagram actually plays a role in that, right? Your subject 
you know, you, you kind of know what your, what your subject is that, that becomes, uh, important to you. Um, and then your action of the photo becomes the verb, the visual verb of, of the picture, which is incredibly important. And a lot of people miss that. Um, you know, they, they either make photo assignments or they, they show up when there's a lack of a verb happening in, in the moment. And then the direct object of the picture is the background. All right. That's everything else. Um, and, um, photographers who understand that and handle the direct object or the background of the picture make a really good living at this. Um, so if you, if you think about that, you should be able to look at a photo from, from somebody and be able to diagram that photograph exactly the same way as if I put a sentence in front of you and, and diagrammed it. Um, and, and I, and I think once you break that down and make it simplified, that way you start understanding how to tell a story uh, with a, with a with a photograph, uh, and um, and I and I think uh, I think most of us are interested so much in the technical side, or maybe interested in one part of that diagram rather than the complete package, and it becomes a lesser of a moment. So, when we're um, when we're talking about photography today. Um, yeah. And you, you hearkened back to, um, uh, you know, elementary school days, um, you know, different time now when everybody's a photographer, because everybody carries a, 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 a camera with them 24 hours a day, um, all the time it's right near us with our phones and the technology's gotten better and better there. Um, I've heard folks say now it's, it's more important than ever, um, to take those photos, but we're also seeing so much more of them coming at us, uh, from, from everywhere. What do you think are some things, um, that folks can do to, uh, to tell that story? And I guess the platforms are so different now, you know, you and I both have a newspaper background or magazines, but now anybody can be a, a, a storyteller through photos on social media platforms or wherever. Um, what are you seeing, um, as, as just ways that, that people are taking those tools and, and like I said, anybody becoming a, a storyteller that way. Yeah. Well, first, first of all, uh, the drastically improved over, you know, the last many years, um, uh, film photography was a completely different animal than digital photography is today. And, and sure. the fact that cell phones, uh, can do so much, uh, not only can they take great photos and really, you know, adequate video, they're also great audio recorders and, uh, all three of those those tools, I think, are important in storytelling and uh, and in documentary work. Right? I mean, you, you can use the audio recorder to record something if you want to make a slideshow and put it together, or you can use the audio recorder to take notes of the of the photos that that you're making. And I think all of that is is important. So I don't want to I don't want to lessen the technology here because the technology is, is is really important. I think. Also, Time Magazine a couple of years ago, um, maybe four or five years ago now, and uh, um, their uh, written piece that went along with their photos of the year at the end of the year said that there had been more photographs taken in that one particular year than the entire history of photography. Uh, so there's tons of photos being made. Um, that being said, uh, that being said, I think the quality of photographs, I, I think, are still a challenge. Um, right. I mean, if you're going to make photographs with your phone, the good news is, is that you can make photographs with your phone. 
Uh, the bad news out of that is that you don't have control of the background as well as if you were using uh, professional lenses or or even pro-consumer lens, lenses. Uh, and you don't have the same kind of controls with your camera that you, that with your phone that you do with your camera. So there's some limitations there. But if, but if you're able to photograph the content, which is the most important, right? I mean, that's, uh, that's our most important reason for being there. Um, we should do that, right? I mean, uh, never miss an opportunity to photograph content, good content, even if everything else is not up to par. You, you still you still should push the button. So at least that gives you a, an opportunity, uh, you know, to to put it with the rest of your storytelling elements. And, and, and I think that's important. Um, I see so many photos today on Instagram and Facebook and uh, some of the other things, and many of them are spectacular. Uh, many of the others are not. And there's sure. there's an awful lot of mediocre images. And uh, some of that's because it's, you know, people just having fun with their with their with their, their cell phone and you want to encourage I that. Say, I, I feel like you're specifically talking about brunch <laughs> photos of uh, you know everything that everybody's ever eaten. So yeah, there is there is there is those themes too, right? <laughs> you see it. <laughs> and um, full disclosure, full disclosure. There, I, I was stumbling over that last question. the 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 next question I had on my list, the second question of the interview, was um, you know when we're looking at a a two or three day workshop, or you know I've even seen photography classes or workshop that are are, are one hour or two hours. Um, I was going to ask you if somebody can really become a better photographer in a short little time like that. But your answer to the first question of the interview had already made me a better photographer. So you kind of proved that, that, uh, that point right there. Um, but I did want to get into, um, the, the Ted talk that you had done. Um, I think it, it combines, uh, nicely with what you had said previously. Um, in the TED Talk, um, which is worth a look on YouTube, we'll put a, a note in the um, the show notes of the this episode. But in there, you talk about photography or, or documentary photography, and you said it's a combination of the photographer's background and the subject's present day. And I thought that was a really cool way to put that. I know you unpack it more in the, the TED Talk, but for the listeners here, can you unpack that for us? That photography is a combination of the photographer's background and the subject present day. Yeah, I, here, here's kind of my my thinking out of that is that you bring with you your history to an event, and one of the projects that I love to photograph is is baseball because uh, you know I'm like like most kids who, who grew up back in the day, you know, had big dreams of playing third base for the Braves, and uh, yeah. and of course of course that never is never going to happen, and by the way, I appreciate your hat. Uh, well, I, I knew that I knew baseball was going to come up at some point if you and I were talking about it. So. <laughs> but here's here's the thing, Andy, is that uh, even though I didn't get a chance to actually play baseball for the Braves, I did get a chance to cover four World Series for them. Wow. And I, I covered the last one on, but with with the photographer of the Atlanta Braves calling me up and saying, "We'd very much like for you to come back." And and photograph the World Series with us, and it, and I and I did the three games in Atlanta. I didn't get to go to to the Houston game, wow. the, the Houston three games. But I but I did the three in Atlanta. So here's kind of my thinking out of out of this is that you bring your background uh, to whatever you're photographing. Um, if uh, one of my projects is baseball, and 
I, you know, when I go and photograph baseball, I photograph things that are familiar to me, right? I photographed little league baseball games. I photographed, uh, you know, world series games. Uh, I photographed minor league games. I've been to the Dominican Republic, I guess, uh, I don't know, several, several times, uh, to photograph, uh, young players who grow up in, in the slum areas or the sugarcane areas and what they do and what makes it different for them to play baseball, uh, than what we see here in the States, you know, here in the States, uh, baseball has competition between football and tennis and soccer and, and volleyball and many other things. But when you get into many of the other countries, particularly the, the Latin countries, uh, you either get everybody plays baseball or everybody plays uh, soccer. And, and that's the competition you have. And you get a little bit of basketball in there too. Um, so, so my, my thinking with that, with that statement is that, um, you know, I bring what's familiar to me to tell that story. It, it's my background that decides when I push the button and it's the subjects, you know, whatever they are doing at the present moment that actually tells that story. Um, in, in some ways with being a documentary photographer, in some ways, you know, that story is just as much mine as it is the person who's actually doing it. Um, and, and that's what I'm kind of trying to, to get across with, with that talk. Excellent. And again, a, a lot of the pictures from the Dominican are in the TED talk that you'll get to see if you take a look at those. Um, there, there are going to be folks listening because this, the audience for this, um, this podcast is kind of a general communications marketing um, uh, audience. There are going to be people that are listening that say, um, yeah, I, I would love to develop my photo skills, but the only thing I ever get to shoot is, uh, you know, somebody handing somebody a big check. Uh, you know, or, um, you know, new employee headshots or something when they're starting. So are there some things that people can bring, um, to whatever assignments they're, they're doing, even if they aren't, um, you know, any, anywhere near glamorous, or maybe the story is not as apparent. Are there some of these, these fundamentals and the idea, the, the theories and thoughts behind, uh, documentary photography, are there things people can bring to the more mundane, um, corporate type, uh, photo work that they may be doing? Uh, the answer is yes. There's there's a lot there. First of all, um, you know, if you've got a, a good for you kind of uh, photo assignment, you know, somebody's worked in a, in an area for thirty years, and you want to highlight that person, and you want to photograph them with the boss. I mean, you can you can do that. Uh, find a good background for that picture to be made in. Find it and make it simple. Uh, use the correct lighting uh, and get the technical side to be correct. Uh, and look for uh, what what we typically refer to in the in the photo industry as a moment, uh, you know that moment where one person looks at the other person, or that moment where you know somebody says something and the other person reacts to it. Uh, that will help. Um, a lot of publications are going to require you to go out and photograph, you know, a stand up photo where there's four or five. People who are important to that story, usually standing in a row, holding a check or shaking hands or Most cutting a ribbon. Yeah, yeah. All, all, all of that, you know, and uh, and I don't want to discount that. Right. Because when you cut a ribbon to a, a, a new building for a big company, that's a news event. And and, and you want to you want to tell that story. My encouragement for that would be uh, a couple of things. First of all, 
if the reporter, uh, whether it be a writer or whether it be a visual reporter, have time, uh, they should either go early and photograph what the place looks like, spend some time there, um, or come back the next day when, you know, the new building or the, the person that they're, that they're highlighting is actually on the job and working um, and find that visual verb, right, that, that helps tell that story. Um, because, you know, a visual verb of standing there and shaking somebody's hand or a visual verb of standing there and holding a check is not a strong photograph. Um, but if you go back and I don't, I don't know, I'll just make something up. Say you've got an employee you know, that's been on the job for 50 years and he's been a great employee and uh, you're going to write a story about him. But, you, you know, the, the company's kind of wanting a picture with him, with, a, with I don't know, the director of, of his office. And that's a, that's a fine photo to make, right? It is. Um, but if you really want to tell that story, that story is about him getting up every day, going to work, doing his job and being great at his job. And, and then going home and you want to celebrate that. So I would say that that picture of him standing there with his director would be a great supporting photo, uh, but maybe the picture of him, whatever he's doing, uh, we'll say he's a lineman because my son-in-law's a lineman. We'll say he's a lineman and he's up on a pole working and you're up there with him making that wide photo that's really d- dynamic. And, um, and that would be the lead photo. So you kind of you kind of turn it a little bit. Now, Having said that, I, I get it. There's restraints on time and and everything else that goes along with that. But that's the better way of telling that story. Excellent. I uh, I agree, and that's really good insight. I have uh, I've learned a few things on this uh, this episode, and uh, hopefully listeners have as well. Um, if you are interested, there's uh, still spots available for the Story Connect Communications Workshop. Again, it's in uh, late September, Newport, Oregon. Tough to beat the location. Billy will be out there, um, which ought to be a plus. I'll be out there, whether that's a plus or not. Um, I'll uh, be there as well. But Billy, thanks for the insight here. And thanks for all the insights that we can all look forward to in September. And Andy, it's it's a real honor to get to talk to you today. I, I really appreciate you and, and uh, thank you. He is Billy Weeks. He is the upcoming speaker, uh, upcoming photography instructor at the Story Connect Communications Workshop, documentary photographer, and uh, lecturer of uh, communication at University of Tennessee Chattanooga. I'm your host, Andy Johns, with Word South. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. Story Connect is produced by Word South and Pioneer Utility Resources. Both companies are built to share your story. Our associate producer is Sarah Wooten. Story Connect is engineered by Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studio.